0: It's kind of got that Hobbit feel to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know.
1: It's- welcome to SinCast, presented by Cinema All
2: right, everybody, welcome to the SinCast. Today we're gonna do a mini pod. Mini pod. Of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them today. Um, this is Chris Atkinson from Cinema Sins, joined by Barrett Scherer from Music Video Sins. Hello, and uh, we have another. We have our guest, our second guest appearance from Jonathan Watkins Yay. today. What's up? <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna give his insight into this. You two have kids, mm-hmm. and I I feel like this movie's like sort of a back and forth between kids and and adult type of stuff. Like I feel like kids enjoy this probably more overall maybe yeah I don't probably know. so yeah
1: i would think so because it's so heavily reliant on visuals you gotta really dig on seeing how they create these beasts yeah um
2: and the beasts are are very cute and cuddly yeah. and, and uh, i enjoyed seeing a lot of them like the one that steals all the money yeah all that, that was stuff. awesome they're fantastic <laughs> they are you fantastic are awesome. they are indeed yeah i didn't know where to find them though <laughs> you haven't read the book <laughs> I uh I, I, I guess it's all in this guy's suitcase. Yeah, Doctor yeah.
0: Who suitcase is or whatever he, the hell is that is. Is he was. gonna
2: write a book saying you can find the fantastic beast, they're all in my suitcase.
0: Yeah, I took my daughter and you know, she's only five, so she she says she really liked it. She slept through half of it, mm. but um she <laughs> claims she claims the part that she didn't sleep through she really enjoyed. Nice. So Yeah, I I had her snoring in my ear as I watched this movie. It was pretty fun. Yeah,
1: (laughs) we had somebody in the theater that was talking at every turn. Yeah,
0: like, (laughs) yeah, we (laughs) had we had a lot of people dressed up. Did you guys have any Hermiones or Harrys? Well, you know
2: what? If there were, we got in the theater when it was already
0: like. I didn't see anybody outside, though, that was mm. like that. But this was also, I don't know, I, this might have been just the Thursday night thing, because I went oh, to the Oh, it was definitely a showing, Thursday yeah. night
2: thing, because that's where you get the true fans is the Thursday night. So uh, so here's my impression of this movie. I did not really get involved with the Scamander character at all. Now, Eddie Redmayne is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. He is he is just—he's like one of our best ones yeah, going yeah. right now. He's yeah, very yeah.
0: interesting. Um, um, Jupiter but, ascending, though. <laughs> yeah, no, he's terrible in that. No, I mean, I don't really blame him. That's like, just a bad. That movie. was an interesting vocal choice, though, in that movie that he had. Yeah, I think he—I uh, think it was like, all right, I know this is shit, so let's just go for something. But, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: But um, I wasn't getting with the commander character because we don't get to know him, and all through this movie, see, he's coming from england to america so that he can i guess what mate this is he mating a, th- a what is he doing with the he's getting a beast
1: from this dealer in new york whom he spoiler never meets yeah
0: okay see i didn't even catch that yeah,
2: yeah. i know that he I... goes there but then they say well there you can't do that in america so we shut that guy down and then he wants to go to arizona with a yeah. big eagle fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what his main thing is yeah but uh but i felt like I felt like this movie needed to have uh, something before this. Yeah. Like, we got to see him actually get these beasts and collect them first, and then we go into
0: America what? and all other type of stuff. And that was a problem yeah. I had with the movie, I and I didn't catch this little bit that you guys did. I had no idea why he was in New York. And he made the Arizona comment, and I'm like, well, why didn't you just fucking go to Arizona? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they have ways to get to Arizona. I don't think you have to come to New York first, even in the – was this in the late 20s? Yep. Yeah, Because I know Dan Fogler made said a comment about he had got back in 24, but I didn't ever see a year listed. But, uh, yeah, that was a weird – yeah, his character, I didn't really... The Eddie Redmayne character, I didn't really get involved with.
2: Yeah, so I had, had a little bit of problem trying to follow his motivations and everything because I felt like there's something before this we needed to see. Yeah, that was probably it, more interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's always like that. They, they yeah. and they're and, and they're trying to keep everything, like, I don't know, secret, under wraps, or whatever. And a lot of times that you take away from your story doing mm-hmm. that. Um, and this is... This is pure J.K. Rowling stuff. I mean, all the hallmarks of Harry Potter stuff is in this. Mm -hmm. You know, your ex machinas are in here. Oh yeah, your uh, your, um, you think it's some one thing and it's the other type Mm -hmm. type of stuff. We're not going to get into spoilers yet. We Mm -hmm. will, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, it. I just that's one thing. Now, as far as characters, I liked. Dan Fogler.
0: Yeah. Who I have never liked yeah. in anything. He
2: was in like balls of fury yeah. and stuff like that. And <laughs> Fanboys.
0: Like Fanboys. Yeah. And it
2: was just like he was always that manic, like wannabe Jack Black type uh-huh. character yeah. in all these movies. And this one, they've, you know, he they cut his hair. Yeah, he cleaned him up. got a nice little mustache. <laughs> and he is like the best part of the movie.
1: He is. He's he's they've reined him in and you know, what's funny is that when he first meets Queenie, who becomes his love interest, she is, for it's no pun intended, fine. Yeah. Uh, her yeah. her name uh, for music is Fine Frenzy, uh, but uh, she is totally out of his league. Yeah. But she falls directly in love with him, and you're just like, come That's on, it's ridiculous. At the end of it, you yeah. absolutely buy this, because he's such a strong character, which
2: this movie is short on. Yeah, her name's Allison Sudol. Yeah, she's I think. very
0: good in that. Yeah, two. and They're she's a close
2: people. second. Like, And it's those two. Those are the you know, the supporting characters. Meanwhile, you got Eddie Redmayne here. He's doing his whatever he can with that character. And Catherine Waters. Catherine Waterston is doing whatever she can with that character. And I love Catherine Waterston, mm-hmm. by the way. But like... Uh, and then then you have this you know you have this uh secondary story that slowly becomes the primary story mm-hmm. with colin farrell <laughs> and uh Ian colin farrell yeah and uh and like this you know the hierarchy of magic that's going on in in america and i don't even know remember what they called themselves in that the 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 government of magic yeah basically,
1: basically. they've got they've got an appointed so, president i guess and it's all a that.
2: ministry of magic in america yeah. or whatever macusa but- yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, exactly um and and they're trying to find this uh what is it called obscurus obscurial and obscurial yeah is it's an obscurial some player. And, they, and they and they're trying to find that and there's it's this mystery you know we know it's a kid mm-hmm. we just don't know which, which one? kid yeah and meanwhile, we have this uh, this family run by Samantha Morton who's terrifying, mm-hmm. but another character that I feel like is kind of not developed. Yeah, they yada
1: yada through that whole story of her connection to you know the main woman there and everything, and why she's so connected to this particular kid and everything. And again, that's something that would have been a lot more interesting. Why is there a wand in there? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Well,
0: I think we're getting... And I think we're getting to one of the, pro- I mean, and Chris already kind of touched on this, but the big problem I had with this was I don't think this movie works on its own at all. I think that after we see the sequels, maybe we'll look back and be like, this was the start of a really good franchise, mm-hmm. but this is all set up. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's world building right here. and yeah. that's. I think that's a lot of problems that current franchise starters are having. They're not doing what movies like Iron Man and. And Batman Begins did so well, where they had a self-contained, kick-ass intro. Yeah, this is more just like we're gonna show you more. This is what we're gonna get to, but here's the beginnings. And I don't know.
2: I feel like this is happening a lot in movies now.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: uh, Warcraft uh, mm-hmm. fe- felt like it was doing that, and I didn't.
0: I didn't know what the hell was going on that. Yeah. Movie and uh and well it didn't even like something like like independence day resurgence which is actually a sequel felt like it was actually building something new it
2: was because they throw that sphere thing in mm -hmm. and that's supposed to be something for the next movie but it's so confusing yeah you know there's so many things in there that don't make any sense Mm -hmm. and and like, yeah, it was a funny thing that like they tried to get Susan Sarandon to be the president in Independence Day. Uh-huh. She said she read the script and she's like, it was just incomprehensible. <laughs> I just, I just couldn't. I didn't know what was going on at all. And,
0: sh- and she did Rocky Horror Pictures. And yeah. she did. She did. Now, You know, that's it, a it's it a bad do sign. Drugs now. It's a Adam, bad sign
2: for your movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I think before we get into spoilers and everything, I say I like this movie. Mm-hmm. There are some major flaws in it. Mm. Um, I I enjoyed the beasts and I enjoyed some of the characters. And overall, I didn't feel like "Ah, I need to look at my watch or anything like that. But I liked it. Yeah. To me, this is a frustrating movie. Yes.
1: Because I think we can all agree it's a pale imitation of a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Yes. And there's two main things that bothered me about this. And the first one is it's. The great part about the Harry Potter movies is that it was a place out of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, in the modern era, but they were in this castle locked away and everything in this magical universe where really you don't get the, the modernization. You don't really see it in time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here, time plays a very big factor. Like, mm-hmm. it's in the 20s. This is what's going on and everything. And it just seemed like y- you don't need that context. You want something like this free of context. You want something like this free of... Muggles, and by the way, the American version of Muggles, the non-Madge. Oh no, no my
2: God! That yeah. is no
1: Madge. That is so much less charming than Muggle. Yeah. Well, and
0: also typical
1: Americans. If, right. When
0: Catherine Waterston first said it, I seriously thought she said no Vadge. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's weird. I was like, but maybe that's what she's calling dudes. You yeah, know? yeah, And then I was thinking, we should start that. Yeah, that no should vag. be <laughs> like yeah. women should start that. <laughs> Call us no Vages. Yeah. Well, the other thing
1: is, if from the Harry Potter movies. You see it from a kid's perspective and you see them as they they grow old and everything. And then you get that sense of wonderment. I didn't get a sense of wonderment Mm -hmm. in this movie unless it was forced upon me by like a cute little platypus and everything, which was awesome. But it's like, okay, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to the next one. What's that going to look like? And
0: I've read people defending this actually say, well, remember, the first couple of Harry Potter movies weren't as great. And that's not untrue but they are so much better than this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would much rather watch the first two Harry Potters than I yeah. would, especially the second one, than I would this movie. Yeah, because they're at least insular stories. But so I, I didn't really like it, but at the same time, I could see this leading to better movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in the middle of like recommending it or not. I mean, I mean, you're going to see it. If you want to see it, you're going to see it. And people applauded at the end of this freaking movie. Yep. Yeah, we had the same which <laughs> also experience. happened when I saw Batman versus Superman, so I don't put much oh. credence to that, but uh, yeah. Hey, Thursday nights, people are seeing it. <laughs> yep. People are seeing it pre-hand and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is awesome." I they're telling everybody about it. Yeah. yeah so you guys are more on up. the
2: dislike side? I, I would say so. so, yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 willing to give this a little bit more of a chance overall. I mean, i I'm with you guys like if this turns out to be the kind of movie we see then this is going to turn into a dislike over time Mm. Yeah, exactly
0: and and the thing was I just like you weren't I just wasn't really involved and I think Barrett's kind of saying this too I just wasn't really involved in the whole universe I I thought everything looked great I loved the look of New York I've heard people complain about everything looks CG I thought it actually looked really cool I like that dark gray uh, look to it. I liked the Fantastic Beast, although, like Chris, I don't know where to find them. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I just didn't really care about anybody in this movie. I just, n- except for maybe Dan Fogler and and Queenie, I just wasn't really involved in any of these characters, especially Colin Farrell, which we can get more into him in the yeah, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You want to go ahead and do some spoilers? Yeah. No <laughs> yes,
0: spoilers. Spacey is Kaiser.
1: Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. He's She's the sister She's and the daughter. They just- no, 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 no,
2: no no, was... no, 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 no. I'm reading the books first off i do want to talk about the biggest spoiler in this movie colin farrell becomes johnny depp oh my god i audibly laughed at that moment and didn't (laughs) This happen in that Heath Ledger Terry Gilliam movie that, that oh, where they played the imaginary. Yeah. what
1: happened?
0: Didn't they do that before? <laughs> yes, they
2: did. And that's why I was laughing. <laughs> well, I was like sitting there going, "Are you kidding me?"
0: Well, and I was sitting there thinking, I was like, "Man, Colin Farrell looks a lot like an albino Johnny Depp right yeah, now." Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh shit, that's albino Johnny." Yeah. Yet yeah, it's like it, it's got to be. It can't just be Johnny Depp. Like he's got to be a fucking albino. Right. Like, he's got to have like white hair. And, yeah. he didn't have a hat. I'll give him. Yeah. That. I yeah. mean, the,
1: the issue with that is that he is such a name in a sea of, you know, even though Eddie Redmayne is, is a great actor, he's not a star. Nobody's a huge star in this movie. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see one of the biggest stars on the planet, just, you know, with this ridiculous look, it, it jarred me so much that I was just laughing at and it. I'm, yeah. I'm, not, like, really. and I'm not knocking albinos
0: oh. just so we're clear on this. Yeah. I have nothing. You're albinoist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's playing this Grindelwald mm-hmm. character. Oh that, yeah,
0: and another character that they make such a big deal of, but we don't really know anything about. It's yeah, like unless dangerous? you read every article well, uh, in those that's papers. That's what I'm saying. That,
2: like <laughs> uh, someone tweeted Jeremy saying something about, well, this movie doesn't have any narration at the beginning, but it. <laughs> It basically does. Oh yeah, man. It, but and very like choppy narration because we're just reading newspapers. Yeah, and you got to go quick, man, yeah, because man. that shit changes you're very like, quickly. You're like, holy shit, what is going on? All righty, <laughs> And then eh. you see the more interesting ads about like
0: fireworks and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. And uh, whatever the the happy water giggly water, giggly water. Yeah. I like but that. I mean, Colin Farrell the whole time I was thinking he's you know he's doing his Colin Farrell thing, but he seems so disinterested. He just seemed like he was just picking up a paycheck, whatever. And I I just thought his performance was really weird yeah but then i realized i found out johnny depp was playing colin farrell the whole time so it made a lot yeah. more sense <laughs> yeah i <know. laughs> it was, that's that was amazing it's stunning now, but, stunning but it's, the weird, it's so weird to have a twist where the only thing i could think of and this is completely different but this kind of happened in seven because i felt like when you if you had seen usual suspects when you watch seven it almost became a twist that it was yeah, Kevin Spacey, right. you know, it, but it had nothing to do with the character. It was just the, and, th- and that's kind of the same thing here on kind of a weird way. It's like they actually made a twist out of the fact that an actor shows up. Yeah. Yeah. A character we know nothing about other than we've read some articles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and then it's just like, oh it's like the twist is that, you know, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. It's, it's Johnny Depp. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just so weird. Well, that's, that's the problem because he actually delivers a great line. Oh, and the two, he's the, like, you know, yeah, do you really brilliant. think you can hold me? And that, I can't wait to watch that movie where he does magic shit and he's, you know, the proto Voldemort and all that stuff, but it takes you all the way there to just get to that
0: line. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I kind of have a hard time. Like, I don't know if you're going to be able to watch the next movie without watching this one. I'm interested in seeing where they go, but I just, it's hard to, but it's hard to really like this movie for some reason. It's like, they really made it hard to like it. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, a tremendous like star in the making ezra miller mm-hmm. who's been in a lot of stuff yeah i mean he's been in a ton of stuff mm-hmm. just before this um he's our he's our obscura in this mm-hmm. or whatever uh which but, was kind of a twist yeah they 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 made it very i mean this is very jk rowling territory yeah, where they're yeah. like well i've never seen anything go past these obscuras go past the age of 10 and so we think it's this little girl and all this other type of stuff and then Then it's like, oh, yeah, that's why you cast Ezra Miller in this. Because Well, there
0: was that really awkward scene where he was with his sister, and they were fighting over the wand, and they really want to make you believe it's her in that scene. So that's what I was kind of like, well, it's not her. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And I should have known better, too. I was just sitting there going... Uh, you know we're in jk Rowling land we're in jk Rowling land and i just i, I guess i just let it slip because i was like oh he is his, you know he
1: is the one I, I i usually never figure these things out early but i i knew that the whole time and mm. i was looking for things to because i thought that was too simple yeah of a misdirection i was like there's got to do some other layer to this and everything but at the end of this when he was all full murky black smoke and all that stuff and they were, like, talking to him and trying to, to not destroy everything. Did you get, like, a strong Jean Grey
2: vibe from yeah, X-Men well, Last Stand? Yeah, and, and actually, I got an X-Men vibe the entire movie. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Because as soon as they started talking about people, like, not doing magic, and this, this is something that's infuriating about this <laughs> yeah. fucking movie, by the way, and this is something I don't like at all. This whole idea that magicians have to not do magic and that, or they'll be punished. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. They're magicians. Yeah. This is something I don't understand about the mutants either in X-Men where mm-hmm. they're like, we're going to suppress the mutants. I'm like, how? Yeah, how? yeah, And we have our character. We have our uh, Magneto character and the Colin Farrell guy mm-hmm. here too uh you know where he's like you know who's going to stop us is what are these laws for you know like they laws protect them or us yeah that type of stuff
0: and uh so yeah i got tremendous x-men vibe from well and furthermore like i would think they could help i mean i don't know why they couldn't work with the with the non the nomad (laughs) and um i mean you i mean you could like you know cure hunger and yeah if, you know yeah. stop a drought I, I don't know i mean there are yeah there's so I mean, many there, things I mean, i'm just like you know i can't oh
1: yeah apparently it'd, they're it'd amazing insane. architects too because they oh, can yeah, just they replace put the that shit. city back together the funniest part of this was where after dude tears the fuck out of downtown new york the president goes contain him or we'll be exposed
2: yeah. he's already killed <laughs> yeah. thousands of oh, people oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was insane <laughs> yeah. like, it,
0: how, it's like it's, and somebody says how are we gonna contain this and I'm like yes please tell me how are well, you gonna just putting the city back together is it gonna change the fact there's had, corpses laying on the freaking you know streets? yeah
1: they had no plan yeah. Yeah. if Eddie
0: Redman's character didn't say like oh yeah I got an eagle down there. yeah yeah, yeah. Can do this. yeah. It's just just like every fantasy movie of the past <laughs> 10 years they got an eagle to come in and ex mock another the situation and can we talk about the sexual t- between Colin Farrell and Ezra Miller because yeah, yeah. I, mean, I yes. mean they were totally fucking They right? were
2: in the back alley. <laughs> dark back alleys there. man. Yeah. And it, it was like so he's talking really close to him. And it was so creepy. Yeah. It's like I'll
0: help you man. I'll get you away from your abusive well, situation. Just, you just need to do what I want you to do. And you're just like what the fuck is going on here?
2: And seeing him in that submissive pose throughout the yeah, entire yeah. thing too. Like it's just yeah I agree. I was sitting there going are they are they, is he, is there more to this? Yeah, uh, well, I think like there it. is. Even, even when he like gets it.
0: mad at him, when, when Colin Farrell, who apparently is the, I mean, and that's another thing. If he's actually this amazing wizard the whole time, he's this Johnny Depp character, Grill Door, whatever, then why, why does he not know that Ezra Miller's the obscura? Like, it's kind of weird that he gets completely, you know.
2: I don't know. I think there's something about that suppressing of the magic. Yeah. That's, that's
1: why he thinks he's a squid, because yeah. he, he's, he's, Built it, or he's kept it down so well, much. Well, this is
2: the thing that, that and I, I continue to I hate that idea so much. I know that it's like a, a, a sort of an interesting psychological idea that they've kept their magic so so much that they turn into fiery balls of hate or whatever. Mm. And but I, but like, I don't remember. Does it, does Harry Potter all the way through his year? Like, when, do we remember anything about Harry Potter? Like, not not knowing about his magic until yeah no that's interesting i think it's i think the case that
1: they're making is that they actively suppress it
2: yeah but how would they know about their magic
0: if no one tells them that they're you know like and that would be scary as hell if just all of a sudden like you pointed at something and you blew it up yeah. or some bullshit <laughs> yeah you know? well that's like with mutants too they talk about right. that like mutants just finding out they're mutants all of a sudden this is very x-men you guys are right yeah, yeah.
2: i i just i just feel like That psychological thing would be more uh, prevalent
0: if that was
2: uh, if that was a real thing. Now, you would have to know from like three or four that you're magic
0: and then like just keep it down inside for
2: only a couple of years because they're saying that these things don't last. Well, they said they're always
0: kids, too. It almost seemed like I'm giving this movie way more credit like than I should, but it almost seems like mostly like a, like a puberty metaphor. Yeah, it very much is that. You know, yeah. Cause it's just kids. You know, yeah. it's always just kids. So it's like, why does this not happen to every child magician or wizard or whatever?
1: No, it, it's real clear that this is independent of, I guess, not completely independent, but of the Harry Potter franchise because, these wizards are apparating everywhere. They they're obliterating everybody. Yeah. Like, but it, Hogwarts a, exists. Hogwarts exists because they yeah. mention well, Hogwarts.
2: and they mentioned Dumbledore, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of other little Easter egg things that they that there's a uh, a Lestrange in this yep. one, a picture of a Lestrange, yeah, the that, only character <laughs> the point of Eddie Redmayne's yeah, character, yeah, who's gonna be Zoe Kravitz whenever oh, they yeah. finally when you know because we know we're gonna see that mm-hmm. character, um, but uh, but yeah. There was a lot of stuff I didn't quite understand, and the two stories don't really meld together very well. No. Um, because we've got Eddie Redmayne doing his... He's trying to find all his beasts that... By the way, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. His suitcase has a muggle... Toggle switch on it.
0: Oh yeah, why wouldn't he leave that on the whole
2: time? All the time.
0: Oh, and uh, oh, <laughs> so oh apparently and, the, it. Yeah. and the cute uh the sniffler or sni I can't yeah, remember what they call yeah, that. That cute like thing that. that likes to eat change and uh-huh. you know coins and stuff. There are like talk about this movie being way too long. There is 20 minutes of this movie spent on him chasing that damn thing. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out because he would later on, you know, he would do crazy stuff with his wand. He would, you know, fix a building and do all this yeah. shit. It's like you couldn't shoot your wand at that thing and get yeah. it back the suitcase yeah and a, it we had, we had eddie redmayne pratt falls for like 10 minutes which yeah, i had no interest in right. hanging from a chandelier and,
2: and he's such a dick too like he doesn't fix the store oh, he's a or huge anything huge dick yeah he doesn't fix the store afterwards he just takes his animal and he, he goes he yeah cares about no one yeah. exactly no himself. and that
1: okay so there's two things there first of all he is completely nonchalant about that suitcase he brings that over to new york and he's like you know beasts are out all right right, oh, yeah good, you know, yeah, you know? yeah. And then, like he brings this nomad down there, and he's like, "Help me feed him," right? Without explaining (laughs) anything to him, yeah, until like after the fact, just an excuse to
2: show it. Yeah, they and he seems to drag Dan Fogler around for no reason, yeah.
0: yeah, And as much as I like Dan Fogler in this movie, that also caused he's also kind of a problem because his character really, especially with what happens to him at the end, Mm -hmm. his character serves almost no purpose. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought at first maybe this is supposed to be our perspective into this world, but I don't think it is because that doesn't make any no sense. i
1: mean they they do exposit the hell
0: to him yeah especially they do. in that prison well, scene well yeah they yeah, are using like, him for exposition but, but that's pointless yeah there's
2: thinking, a point where he's like so what is this and that and you're yeah. like okay oh it's an exposit we, but, then, Bukkake, yeah, but there's right. a part
0: at the end where queenie you know they're gonna make him walk out in the rain and which i don't even know why they did, I don't know why they gave a shit what the president said and i don't even think the president cared she walked yeah, away I'm yeah, like yeah take care whatever. of I think she was giving them an out and then, you know, Queenie's even like, look, I'll just come with you. Everything will be fine. It's like, no, I got to go. Why do you have to yeah, go? Yeah, there's no reason. Why? There, and, and, then, and then you have that, you have that, it's cute, but you have that scene at the end of the bakery where mm-hmm. she, you know, she comes and sees him and you think maybe he remembers her. You're like, well, this is really pointless then. I yeah. don't understand what just happened in the yeah, last like that 10 minutes.
2: Movies seem to always find a way to take away their best part by doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know it would be great if superman died in batman versus superman but no we see like dirt flying off his coffin at yeah. the end that takes away all that all that 20 minutes you worry about you know is now lo- no longer there and here's the same deal let's g- make him forget for like 20 minutes, make a huge dramatic thing. And it would have been perfect. Just yeah, leave it that, that way. because that was a great scene. Yeah, it was that a great scene. That was a really scene. good scene. And then, oh, we'll just we'll just slowly retread back to where we were in the first place. Yeah, yeah, Because we know we're going to see him in every other movie after this. He's going to learn this stuff. They'll probably have to obliviate him after every movie. <laughs> It'll be like Men in Black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. Well, the other thing I, I did like about Eddie Ray Bain's character is that he did play it, as not a traditional hero mm-hmm. um he i say this very very uh delicately but it almost looks like he has a form of asperger's
2: mm-hmm. uh
1: where like he's he's not looking anybody in the eye he's mm-hmm. just like very reserved he's socially to himself. awkward he's socially awkward um he says that he annoys people yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. and so that was was very unique and i yeah. actually like that part of it Having said that, it's not always the most fun to watch. Yeah, you no, know? it's not. but so. he
0: really does. He he really does go all in with that character because there's even that the scene where Dan Fogler has to walk out in the rain, which I'm still don't fucking understand why he had to walk out in the rain. But but um, Eddie Redmayne, you know, is talking to him like because you're my friend. And because Mm. I like and you can tell it's really awkward for him to say that, like Mm. and for his character, that would be an awkward thing to say. I don't think he shows emotion. So, I mean, he definitely it's a great performance. It's just hard to yeah, really yeah. have any sympathy for him because he's a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and mean, then he, he just leaves it, and he just fucking leaves at the end. I mean, he's just there. You got to go back, take this out of New York. So he's gone, peace. Yeah, yep. you know. You and never then he ties up his
1: York. suitcase
0: at yeah. the very end. He's like, "Oh, you know what? I should probably like, right. lock this shit up." And I don't
2: even understand. I don't even understand how these animals like they're in the widest <laughs> open spaces possible in this magic suitcase. Yeah. Well,
0: well, the suitcase is like a portal, right? It takes him back to wherever that is. Is that home? I don't even know. I think it's inside the suitcase. Yeah, I think it's like it's like like how they do the tent at the
1: the World Cup of Quidditch type of thing.
0: It's
2: it's magical space. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And like, oh
0: they make a quidditch reference too that was the other thing they do which is really stupid. Yeah. oh that's so dumb the,
2: uh, the, I, i'm sitting there going you have wide open spaces to run <laughs> around and everything and you want to get out of this yeah. you know and i mean i
0: guess you've got you i guess you as long as you found like a safe place to put the suitcase you're set yeah you know just um, get in there and be gone
2: another thing about this memory rain at the end of it People getting touched by the rain are obviously losing the memories. Yeah. But there are people inside. Yes, there are. There are multiple shots of people inside who that are just sudden because thing. I guess of the mist or so, uh, what the fuck was know. that?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I have I no idea. There's no way they they're being affected.
2: Uh, you know, like Fogler has to step out into the rain. Yeah. They make that a
0: point. Yeah. But yeah, these wh- people. Yeah, he should have already been affected when he was like just standing right there. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't have. Had- yeah, you're right. Yeah. And uh, so i also yeah. like they made it a point to show that bank manager yeah. getting rained on <laughs> yeah like, in a shower though like, is this guy gonna be yeah. in more movies he is in a shower
2: <laughs> i could i could i could almost oh, give he was it in the shower. i, I could right. almost give it to him for being in the shower but his wife isn't no no i and don't know and like not everybody else is in the shower nope. either there's a there's at least 1500 people in new york who are like what the fuck was that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like jupiter ascending when they like Destroy Chicago and we suddenly oh well, you know, they just came in and they fixed everything and nobody ever noticed anything. Really?
0: You are you sure like You guys ch- should do like a retro mini pod on Jupiter oh, that's I would love two to hear you guys talk you? about yeah, it I know uh, but, Well, Eddie Redmayne you know. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like this crazy world building exercise just like this one. I mean, Jupiter Ascending is obviously was probably hopefully going to build a franchise yep. i don't know how I think it was but it's all yeah it's awful
1: <laughs> yeah
2: um what else about this movie do we need to talk
0: i about?
1: mean the other things that and we're, we're really ripping on it but and there are a lot of things wrong with that i told chris as we were walking out like the sins video for this thing is just gonna, gonna be, be massive. insane uh but there you know there are a lot of good stuff that we talk about but w- one of the things that drove me crazy was this superfluous john voight storyline <laughs> yeah oh, that's yeah. Thing. like you know oh, the family drama God. that takes three yeah. minutes basically it, oh
0: it talk about oh yeah and like okay so oh yeah this killed me so he's got the two sons the one son that's like against the idea of magic and then him and the other son who i think is gonna be mayor senator running for or he's running for senator yeah, yeah. he is a senator you know he like they think they think he's an idiot so that's like two seconds and then all of a sudden, you see them again where the senator's speaking. And oh, and the first way we're introduced to the senator is when the other son brings Ezra Miller yeah, and his family. Yeah. And then he walks up to Ezra Miller and gives him a wad of paper and says, Here you go, trash. Take yeah, out this trash. This is the worst like, well, line. He, like, <laughs> the worst line in the movie. Like, well, you're the worst person I've ever seen in a movie in my life. And then he just, and then the next scene, he gets killed. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And then John Boyd, we don't see him for another hour. And then he shows up in, at that scene. It's like, you killed my son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're just like, what <laughs> the yeah. fuck?
2: Uh, he's shaking John his Boyd. fist
1: at the, at the magical dome. All he's right. like, I want to
2: get you. <laughs> that so. is, I mean, all, I mean, here we are saying it again. It's really just sort of the plot doesn't mesh at no. all. You've got sort of three or four different points of plot here that just, they don't come together as a whole. In Harry Potter, you would like, you know oh there's something going on yeah harry and hermione and all them have to figure out what it is and then that's it and 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 in this one it's trying to build some sort of like you know i don't know star warsian kind of like mega plot that I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. at all, and it's hard to follow.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. overall, what, B B-ish or yeah, so? Yeah,
2: I would... I,
0: I, probably, I mean, I'm kind, of like, I'm kind of like at a C. Yeah. Could be a I would B later. would say either C
2: plus, B minus. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of on that tilting sort of like, you know, and I tr- depends type of thing.
0: And I truly, if, if this goes, uh, this could go in a good direction and then we could look back at this and like it more. I think like you said, Chris, we could also look back at this and hate it more because yeah. everything's going to be just like this. Cause it, it's kind of got that Hobbit feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of got... This is kind of... point. This seems a little pointless. Yeah. And we're just going to waste, like, hundreds of millions of dollars introducing it to this, this world uh, with movies that we're just not going to give a shit about 10 years later. Yeah. And that's exactly what The Hobbit is. But if they yeah. do
1: follow up with that Grindelwald-Dumbledore duel, mm-hmm. which is what this is supposedly building up yeah. to, I would totally fucking watch that, even though it's a prequel. We know what happens and all that stuff. If you focus on stuff like that in the J.K. Rowling world, I'm on board with that. But
0: we don't well, need this. Well, and you're right. In that like 30 seconds that Johnny Depp's on screen, he he's better than anybody. Mm. Any uh, just about. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to. He's say a more he's interesting than any, character. Yeah, he's, he's definitely more interesting than Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin yeah. Farrell is not an interesting villain. <laughs> Ezra Miller isn't really. Ezra Miller is a great actor, and anybody out here that hasn't seen him before go watch we need to talk about kevin yes. go oh, yeah go watch perks
2: of being yeah. a wallflower he's so good in that oh, and his little cameo in the uh amy schumer movie the um oh tra- oh he's yeah. hilarious that
0: i completely forgot train wreck <laughs> he's really good in that i have my nipples yeah yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> and then his mom walks in oh god yeah i just got that scene just popped up in my head that was hilarious but um ezra miller's really good go check yeah, him out yeah 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 i i think he's he's sort of emerging as but i wonder those. if he's gonna stay he's gonna be the flash yeah he's gonna yeah. be flash. Or he is the flash i guess he's already popped up
2: yeah he's uh I, I think he's he's gonna be one of our like main guys we're gonna be seeing once mm. he's in his late 20s and everything and we're gonna say Ezra Miller is gonna be a uh, you know a guy we go see like yeah. for movies because he's great. He's a, kind of a fearless actor. When you especially when you see him in the earlier stuff that mm-hmm. you just mentioned, there he's fearless in those movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, per-
0: perks of Being a Wallflower that's probably one of my five favorite movies of this decade. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's real. It and and Emma, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah, a little loose connection. Yeah. yeah. And, and Logan Lerman. Who yeah. I don't really like, but he's good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Percy he Jackson. Is. Yeah, he is good enough. <laughs>
2: So anyway, go see Perks of the World.
0: <laughs> go see Perks of being a wallflower. Uh, being a wallflower,
2: uh, that was our review of Perks of being a
0: wallflower <laughs> and Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> and Jupiter Ascending. We've- oh wait, can I can I also second? Can I really quick though? Can I say though? I I agree with these guys on Arrival. If you haven't seen that yet, oh yeah, best movie so far this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good that's stuff. Still uh, fucking fantastic, and yeah. unfortunately will not make like tons of money, but. Yeah. it'll be appreciated. It'll though. it'll be appreciated
2: that instead of this. Yeah. So you can see
1: this on on home video or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I definitely
0: don't think you need to rush out to the theater to see this. It's a good looking movie, but it's going to look just as good on your big screen TV.
2: Mm. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what our next mini pod will be, but we will be doing some more over the holidays. Office Christmas party? Yeah, office Christmas party, maybe so. <laughs> yeah
0: he's That's like really
2: hey, that wasn't funny at the end <laughs> 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 actually no it looks pretty funny actually it does. jason yeah. bateman man that yeah. guy tj uh, miller yeah tj miller um but uh yeah that'll be do it that'll do it for this mini pod mini pod for uh fantastic beasts and where to find them it's chris atkinson barrett share and jonathan watkins Peace. we'll see you next time thanks for listening
1: comment on our episodes on our soundcloud page check us out on youtube twitter facebook and reddit and be sure to visit cinemasins.com
2: halloween halloween this is halloween
1: (laughs) but yeah fucking sharon jones died last night yeah
2: oh i didn't see that yeah come the fuck on man so you have legends complete legends they're all legends nearly yeah leonard cohen prince david bowie yep that's just crazy and then sharon jones yeah i think the dap
1: kings who were her backing band i think they were on the back to black album Mm -hmm. uh for amy winehouse Mm -hmm. i think they were her backing band oh yeah and then they went back to sharon jones even before she died i think but uh, man, that stuff is so good. Yeah. Fuck 2016.
2: Yeah, 2016 is awful. Except um, for the Cubs. Yeah. yeah, yeah the well, Cubs. I
1: think we really traded on some fucking karma there.
0: Yeah. To. to... It's like yeah, like God's like the Cubs can win. <laughs> well, yeah. But we're gonna but... kill off every musician you've ever loved
2: and and vote in Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you appreciate. Yeah. It. Exactly. Enjoy it, assholes. <laughs> So yeah, today I'll be I'll be up with some with some some folks. <laughs>
1: heads up <laughs> up You'll be giving a lot of head.
2: <laughs> giving lots of head.
0: Hey no thing hey no. Uh, Suck it, virginity pledges. Suck
2: it. I create life and I destroy it.